Lives on Media. This is Coming Out Stories. It's a podcast about one of the most important conversations of your life. I'm Emma Goswell. Right, let's hear from Charlie now. Charlie identifies as being pansexual and she's in a polyamorous relationship. Probably I was around about 15 or so. So I'd started seeing um, a guy who I ended up getting engaged to at 16 because that's a, a very clever thing to do. Things kind of flit through your mind. And uh, I can remember very specifically my first proper crush, as in real life, not off the telly yeah. crush, was actually somebody when I was in my late teens. So it was probably about 17 or 18. I was working at, at, at uh, a loss of justice. Because it was a loss of justice, they dealt with people who had maybe had accidents and injured themselves. They had a nurse who would go out and actually assess them hmm. as part of their insurance claim. She was a Geordie nurse, so I now have a thing for Geordies. Still? <laughs> Still to this day? Just this, she was just tall, dark, lovely, gorgeous woman, really warm, mm. open. And that was the first time I'd physically had a crush on a, a real person, you know. It, did it, it confuse charts. you at the time or did it surprise you? By that point, I'd already sort of figured out that I was maybe you know it it had already been swirling around a bit you know crushes on people off the telly that sort mm. of thing but it became very real very much more kind of like okay this is actually a thing this is happening it's not just me thinking about seeing it or quite fancying you know somebody off the telly and just mm. thinking oh she's a bit nice so it, it wasn't just that it was now sort of like hello person this you- is the same sort of stuff that I would feel about a bloke this is and okay. you still knew that you were attracted to men as well? Yes. So mm. I was still in that same relationship mm. at that time. I started having questions and just kind of discussing it with him. Oh. In a, in a sort of, how would you feel about it? I think I would quite like it sort of discussion. Just because I talk about anything to anybody. I mean, you know. Mm. And we'd have kind of these talks and he'd get quite quite turned on by the idea that would lead to a bit of fun and that was it and that was kind of all that would happen with it so was he the first person you essentially came out to then really effectively yeah, yeah. i'm not even sure if he realizes that ah <laughs> so, but i haven't spoken to him in in a long time but so, was it a big moment though was it like oh darling i've got something to tell you no i think it's more because i used him as a sounding board yeah. so he was kind of bouncing me bouncing the ideas off and be, just being able to talk about it mm. The first person I came out to properly was my mum. And how did that go? She was just like, yeah, we know. Okay. (laughs) Right. If I had a penny for every mother that seems to have said that, how do they always know? I don't know. So my auntie used to live with us for a period of time. She was training to be a nurse. um, And so her and my mum were really close. She then had spoken to my auntie Helen and then turned around and said, yeah, Helen said she knew as well. I was like, right, okay. So it was just me completely oblivious. Everybody else... Everyone else knew? Yeah. So I was they told me. Was the, <laughs> so I've, I've also spoken to some people that have been told. You know, My, my mum sat me down and said, you are gay. Yeah. So was there anyone else in the family that you had to come out to then? My mum told my dad, which saved that, but he was... He, we're not the best of friends, but we understand each other a lot more than mm. we used to. Kind of told my, my sisters and my brother and they were like, yeah, whatever. And... That was it. And then I was opening out. Then things kind of get a little bit more muddy, if you like. So I started working at the uni in 2001. Mm. And um, I can remember meeting the guy who is now my husband on the first day. Oh, wow. 
he let the door swing in my face, which he still doesn't remember. It's oh, fine. But I, rem- I it wasn't love at first sight then. <laughs> Apparently not. Um, when I was walking up, I could see him in front of me. So we mm. were both smokers. He finished a cigarette and went in, and I followed and door, face, yeah. <laughs> and I remember seeing him thinking, I wonder if I could be working with him. He's nice. Yeah. And I wasn't. He was actually on the floor below me in IT services, and I was in um, this tiny little branch of psychiatric research. We then became friends. And I then was out of the relationship with the knobhead. The previous. The previous one. That all died to death. And that had died to death for quite a chunk of time. We then would meet on fag breaks and have chats and stuff. And one way of starting a romance. Yeah, and then occasionally meet for lunch and, and talk and stuff. And I would then talk to him about it and kind of say, well, you know, I'm seeing this girl, Sharon, who is 28 and tall and blonde and beautiful. And I was seeing her at the time and, and things like that. So, so did so he I'd kind of talk to him about it. But did he think you were a lesbian? Then, or or no. you, you were open straight away and said, no, I am bisexual? straight away and said that, I've, you know, I've just kind of now finally exploring it. It's been something that, I, you know, I kind of discovered, but now I'm out for the relationship. And then when we got together, the discussion that we had was I was like, I'd really like to keep... Because when we started, we weren't serious at all. It was just mm. kind of, we'd been friends... Now we were friends who were dating. Friends with benefits. Exactly. And I kind of said, I'd like to still explore that side. Can I still do that? Would you be okay with that? Would that be an issue? He thought about it and actually said, no, it's okay. This was 17 years ago. Oh, right. When we first got together and we kind of had this discussion and I said, if you want to explore that side of your sexuality I'd be happy for you to do that he hasn't he doesn't want to he's 100% straight yeah but he knows that if you know sexuality is quite fluid so if things change and he wants to go that way he can go that way you know I can't exactly say no and I wouldn't I would have no issue with men women we would have to discuss it you were willing for him to explore his willing for him to explore any attractions to blokes that he might have Mm. now or in the future or whatever if it came to women, we would have to discuss it just because that's what we do. If something changes, whether it's a job change, whether it's, a, um, you know, whatever, we talk about it. I'm so lucky. He's such a laid back, chill kind of guy. The interesting thing is that he only ever gets jealous mm. of men, of my friendships with men. He doesn't get jealous of me seeing other women, which but, is really interesting. Because you're not sleeping with the men. No. So your polyamorous arrangement yes. is that you... Are married to him, but yes. you can have mm-hmm. affairs with women. Yes. But what about long-term relationships with women? Um, would that be different? I suspect that would be different and we'd have mm. to talk about it. It's not happened. I've had a few yeah, affairs, relationships, whatever you want to call, whatever umbrella you want to put them under, which have lasted you know a few months and we've seen each other two, three times a month. It's not been kind of like a um, mm. an everyday or an every week or anything like that. It tends to be it tends to be with women who are in the similar situation to oh. so have the same sort of setup with their partner, husband, whatever. Because that would be quite hard, I think, for for say like a lesbian who was single to get their head around, like, mm-hmm. oh, this is my new partner or someone I'm having a fling with, but actually they're married to a man. Yeah, That's- and I can I can completely understand. It's it's not for everybody, and it's not everybody's cup of tea, and not every. I, I, I'm I, we're open about it actually with our friends and family, so they all mm. know that this is the situation. So that just I'm open about anything. You can almost ask me anything. This is why this, if I ever did and ask me anything on social media, nobody would have anything to ask because I just tell people. <laughs> it's already all out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I already talk about it. 
but I were open about it. And I know that some of his mates don't like it and disagree with it. And they've told you that? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we've actually literally had the discussion uh, in the pub. <laughs> so I, I, you've had to come out as being polyamorous as well then, really? Effectively, yeah. Yeah, which but, was harder, coming out as polyamorous or bisexual? Probably bisexual because I was owning that mm. and being very open about that. The the polyamorous thing is just a case of, especially because um, on social media I'm accessible, you can get me on Facebook, you can bump into me at a, a launch do or something, you know, whatever. Mm. I'm so kind of accessible through the whole blogging stuff that if somewhere, someone were to see me with a woman and then in some sort of steamy clinch or something it could quite easily go back to the other half and then that puts him in an awkward position where he has to go, yeah, it's all right, don't be offended for me. Um, So I would much rather be open and save that awkward situation arising and us having to go, yeah, it's just what we do. (laughs) (laughs) But as you said, you say you've come out, but you've had a bit of flack for it. Oh, yeah. I feel like you've had to defend your, what is essentially a choice between you and your husband, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And it's... My mum always said to me that you can't judge anybody else's relationship Mm. because everybody's different. Everybody will have different nuances to their relationship. Mm. We're not in the BDSM community. We are into BDSM, but we're Mm. not in the scene or anything like that. So you don't get fetish clubs? No. 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 Primarily because I spend so much time faffing about what I'm going to wear. It's just not worth it. It's so much effort. I don't have the time. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but we we have our kinks and we are quite are happy with our kinks. And, and um, you come across so many different people with so many different levels of kink. It's not just my choices. I'll defend almost anybody's choices because mm. if it's not hurting anybody without permission, then and it's it's not actually genuinely harming somebody then mm. just run with it if it if it floats your boat and if your partner's happy with it exactly but you're not happy for your partner to have extramarital flings with women i think okay. it would have to be discussed mm. and and it's not that i'm i would be unhappy about it or that i would not be open to discussing it and potentially be open to the idea of it mm. but i think it's something that we would have to discuss i don't think it's in his nature I don't mm. think it's it's how he is and who he is. But th- this is now, 10 years down the line, it might be a completely different thing. Oh, does he want to know anything about what's happened? Is he just, is he like, oh, I'm completely don't, open don't, about don't it. ask, don't tell? I'm completely open about it, so long as that's okay with the woman that I'm seeing. Mm. If she's like, oh, I don't really want to talk about what we do in the bedroom sort of thing, mm. then I won't say anything. But I would much rather be open and honest about all of it. Gosh. Wow. So if you had any advice to people that were sort of going through the process of coming out as being bisexual or even coming out as being polyamorous, mm-hmm. it's a different thing, I guess, but would you have any advice for them? It's an interesting one. Coming out of the closet is not always an option for everybody. And mm. I completely understand that if you're concerned about your health, if you're concerned about your well-being, mm. if you're actually genuinely concerned about the impact it will have on your family, then that's fine. I actually have a cousin who is gay. Mm. totally, utterly, we all know it. The entire family know that he's gay. It's just never discussed. He never talks about it. We never talk about it. Not a word. And if that's what you prefer, if that's how you want to live, that's totally up to you. And you respect that decision of his and his family. Utterly, utterly. But I think there's so much more to see and do and I would prefer that everybody would just be able to be who they are and what they are and enjoy it, really. 
It'd be a nice world, wouldn't it? it? If would. we could all do that. If we could just accept everybody is different and everybody has kinks and everybody is a, a bit odd, then we're fine. It's the whole putting people in boxes and having them have to fit somebody else's idea of, some, of, of an ideal. I don't mm. like. That's what I don't like. I feel like you're very open. Mm-hmm. Like you've had to, di- you know, had to come to terms with a lot of different stuff that mm. you're into, yeah. um, but you're just. Happy to put it out there, aren't you, really? Pretty much. Pretty much. And I'll, I'll always get stick for it. I think it's the same thing as, as being a fat person. You have you get stick for being fat. And you'll always get stick for being fat. I am one of the, quote unquote, good fatties because I exercise a lot. I train a lot. I, you know, I'm actually probably fitter than a lot of gen, in general people that I know. But shall you I just, still have to deal with it. Shall I just say you are in your gym gear as I'm speaking to you <laughs> and you're rushing to the gym? I am. I'm going to go and pick some very heavy stuff up and put it back down again. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's, but why do you equate the two then? Because there is people's ideas of what you are because of the label. Mm. So uh, if you say a lesbian, people will automatically almost picture in their head butch versus fan. Mm. they'll almost automatically have you wearing a pair of Doc Martens or, or, you know, really glamouring it up. Whereas the majority of the time people are just people and they'll wear whatever they want and it'll be different at one time of day to the other and what week to another and one time of the year to another. And it's the same sort of thing with people who are fat. People who are fat for, for a myriad of reasons. Sometimes it's actually genuinely health. They're on steroids. It makes you put on weight. There's nothing you can do. Mm. Sometimes you are just fat. I have been a big girl since 8, 9, 10, something like that, mm. and have always been bullied because of my size. You know, you get people coming up to you and going, oh, you're, you're so fat. It's like, yeah, no, next. People say that to you. Oh, God, yeah. And have you ever had bullying for being bisexual then? Or? No, I've had lots of questions and queries and people trying to understand it and get their heads around it. And then we have the whole kind of redefinition of bisexual versus pansexual, which I probably am more pan than bi because the difference between bi and pan is bi you recognise that there are two genders and you're attracted to both whereas pansexual is you recognise that there's more than two genders so you can have gender non-binary etc etc and all the shades in between and you're attracted to all of them. Oh, well, thank you for explaining that properly. That really makes it a lot more simple to understand. I think. So you would yeah. say that you were you accept that people are non-binary as well, and you'd yeah. be attra- you're just attracted to people because I just like people, whether they're sexy or attractive. Exactly. If yeah. I if I fancy them, it's like yes, I fancy you, yeah. and and that's it. It's down to the person and and who I find attractive at that particular point. But it's it's so much easier to say bisexual and it's so much easier for people to understand as soon as you start getting pan saying pansexual then some people people seem to think that you're off in some weird sex cult and it's We're just not the pots case and pans. Yeah. yeah and it's just not the case and then you have to explain it and then then you kind of get the turf element coming in who don't believe in in there being other genders and and trans and all the rest of it and i just can just can we just accept that people are people and there are lots of shades of people and lots of shades of gender and it doesn't matter. Amen. And people come in all shapes and sizes. Exactly. Stop putting them in boxes. Yes, and colours as well. Yeah. And religions and everything. The thing with the size thing is somebody described it as I could have the same diet as you mm. and I would still be fatter than you. We could eat the same stuff. We could exercise yeah, the same, same way, yeah. all the rest of it. We would still look different. We would still be different. For me, that's an, an analogy of everything. You can try and restrict people to certain things and it's just not going to happen. And it's kind of what makes the human race beautiful, that exactly. we are all different, actually. Yeah, there is beauty and diversity. I love that. It's such a nice thing to say. True 
is Charlie, and especially thank you for giving us that perfect definition of what it means to be pansexual. Please do subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. We'd also love to hear from you on Twitter. You can find us there at Come Out Stories. I'm Emma Goldswell, and Coming Out Stories is a What Goes On media production. Next time round, you're going to hear from Bill. Bill grew up in a children's home in Southport and came out to the captain in his boys' brigade and a priest in the 1970s. What Reverend Selgren said was that this was quite normal for a boy of my age, that we go through these changes and that not to define myself as a homosexual at that point in life. But if I am, then I am and there's nothing to be ashamed of. And that was way back then, and that was amazing.